How's it going? Thanks for listening. Uh, today we're going to talk with a buddy that we met through Zach Hall, Don't Sleep on Planes. His name is Jake Serini. Uh, you can find him on all his social channels at holler at Jake. Um, but yeah, just uh, he's someone that's in the the marketing space that that came here from Michigan, and uh, um, he's in the content creation um, side of things, specifically video, and and kind of talk through what got him into the marketing space, what brought him out here, and what he's doing from a video uh, standpoint to help on the B two B and B two C side of things uh, with his company, Windy City. And so it was fun just to get to know him is the first time meeting him. So it was, it's just always fun to meet someone new that's in the advertising space, especially someone that's new to the area. And so just kind of talk about different things on, on how important video is, different types of video that you can do to help onboarding a company to to getting too direct to consumer and, and using video to, to help drive sales or just knowledge within the company. And so hope you enjoy it doing too because when I got brought down here for what I'm doing there was no marketing department and uh, the CEO and the COO are my two best friends from my oh really so they're like look we know what you know what you're doing they're like here's a marketing department just turn it create it you know and I was like cool (laughs) step one you know (laughs) I'm on like step like three right now it feels like over so I mean it's what windy city equipment so is, is that yours or is that the that's company there. that you're working that's for. That's just the company I work okay. for. Yeah. Are you guys all, are they from Chicago? Is that what the uh, Nobody from, it's weird. Okay. Um, okay. So I grew up in Michigan, but there was a two and a half year space. Like the, if my high school split 50, 50 between Michigan and Kenosha, Wisconsin, but it was like the middle 50%. So it was like 25, 50, 25. Cause I moved back to my hometown at the end. My dad got a new job and it was, it was crazy. But that was the best thing that ever happened to me because I moved, um, my graduating class in Michigan had 36 students. So I was a freshman wow. That's so crazy. 36 kids in my freshman class. Then they moved me to Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is on the Wisconsin, Illinois border, exactly halfway between Milwaukee and Chicago, right? And uh, so I go from a class of 36 to a class of 1036 <laughs> that's <laughs> so, a huge jump dude it was crazy and i was in, i was 15 ninth grade you know uh it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me because i went from being a small town kid to not a small town yeah. kid and then back so then i was a city kid going back to my hometown so they knew me but i was also the new kid it was so weird it was it was awesome the chi- like i went from five five to like this tall as i am the same size i am now when i was gone and I, didn't, I didn't even come back to visit once so like all of a sudden jake serene's back and all the girls were like oh jake serene He's huge. I had a varsity jacket on and shit. I didn't even play sports when I left. I was like a star hockey player by then, you know? That's perfect because then you grew up with the small town feel and personality, but then got equated to you. Yeah, I got, the I got big a little city bit community. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was, it was freaking awesome, you know? <laughs> And uh, so in that middle time, I, I met these two dudes. Like the first day of high school hockey practice, I, I met this dude who had, he'd seen my jersey from my hometown. And he's like, hey, I got family there. We became best friends that day. He's literally at our office right, right now. He's the CEO <laughs> or he's the COO. At, uh, at the company I work for now. And then he introduced me to another dude that same week who's the CEO of the company I work at now. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, yo, just come out here, do your thing, Let, let's do it, you know? And it's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty so, sweet. I mean, like what from what I've seen, it's a lot of, lot of video stuff. Um, yeah. What, what all are you doing? Or I guess what's your history when it comes to marketing itself? Well, uh, 
I'll just give you like the real fast one. Like, okay, so I went to school for graphic design. Okay. Um, just because it was like the only thing that didn't sound boring, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, so, so I did that thinking I was going to be a graphic designer and I'd be creating all these cool things. Like, I always wanted to be in advertising because, like, I, I liked like the Mad Men style of old school advertising. And I always pictured myself doing something yeah. like that. And graphic design had all these opportunities in school. And then, like, I was working at a gas station when I was finishing up school and I was a cashier. It was both awesome and not great at the same time. There's weird parts because you get these regular people and you see like the weird underbelly of your town, you know? Like it was pretty cool. Um, And then one day this dude walks in that I knew from like three years ago. Uh, Not from now, but from then. And he was dressed all nice. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Last time I seen you, you worked at like a paper mill. (laughs) He was wearing a tie. He's like, oh man, I'm an advertising executive at the newspaper. I was like, how'd you get that? He's like, I don't know. I applied. I got it. I was like, that's sweet. He's like, what are you going to say? I was like, oh, I just finished graphic design school. I'm trying to figure out what's next. He goes, oh, the newspaper hiring and advertising right now. Long story short, I got the, I started working at the newspaper like two and a half weeks later. Wow, that's and cool. The only thing is, is I thought I was going to be doing ad designs, and I, I got into advertising sales. And then for the next seven years, I was in ad sales. <laughs> but it set up literally the rest of my life. It was the best thing. Like the the person that was doing graphic design at the time was making like twelve dollars an hour, and that person is still at that newspaper making oh, wow. twelve, probably thirteen dollars an hour right now. And I'm here. So it worked out really well for me. You know, I learned business. I learned communication. I learned how to talk to people. I learned how to strategize to get people to do things you want, kind of learning the psychology of, of sales a little bit. I learned it all there, and it was it was pretty awesome. That's so funny you mentioned that because that's basically I, – I attribute like uh, when I, he mentioned we were working together yeah. – um, it's a place called Ravana, and like my first job was a lead qualifier for okay. people calling in to Google. Yep. Half of them needed support for Gmail that we just here to go online. Yep. But then it was qualifying people that wanted sales, and then from there moved into sales. Yeah. Whereas cold calling people that just created a Google Maps listing, and hey, yeah. we got it. We got AdWords Express, blah, blah blah. But from there, it's like really identifying pain points and like what yep. figuring out how to bring value to a business. It's like what do you do? How yeah. are you doing it now? And and yeah, so it's funny you mentioned that because yeah. yeah, sales are. It, you just learn communication. And yeah, because I mean, when you first get into it, like you just want to be like, okay, da, 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 here's everything. I got this and I got this yeah. and we can do this and we can do this. And as you get into it, like eventually it's just like, tell me about your business. Exactly. And then they start telling you about it. You're like, okay, like, we could do this. What do you yeah. think? And then they tell you, you're like, okay, this is the way to do that. And then that's led to how I do sales in everything I've done it's since then. It's not even that. sales. It's literally yeah. just having conversation and figuring out how to bring value based off yeah, of what yeah. they're talking well, the reason I got into podcasts even in the first place is because it felt like these conversations I was having in sales, you know, just asking people about yeah. their lives and yeah. what they're up to. I mean, somebody owns a business, like I wasn't just asking them about their business. I was just asking about their family and their yeah. home life and where they yeah. grew up and, and trying to take all that and, and build something that's going to help them. And, and so it was pretty cool. So I did that for like six or seven years. And then, uh, then the newspaper, small town, right? The newspaper hired a new, uh, okay, so the editor or the, the main guy like retired. So my boss got his job and I was like 22 and I'm like, all right, I'm about to get this director of advertising job now. I'm the only one that makes sense. And uh, they're like, nah, we hired someone new. And you know who the new person was? My own mother. They, I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> 
They hired my mom without telling me till they hired her. I found out with the rest of the staff in a conference. And your mom didn't even mention anything? No, my mom didn't tell me. No. It sounds no. like how this picture came to be right here. Yeah, you got one of those? So the picture. She got published? A, she put it into a photo contest at ASU and won like most photogenic photos. That's my photo. That's my you photo. Took- she sold it from his Instagram. Yeah, she took it from my Instagram. Printed it out and put it in a photo. You might got me beat, man. <laughs> you might got me on there, man. My name's not even on it, just for me. Oh, you poor guy. That's like, funny. It was published on the AC website. Oh, God. Like, the school she works for, the school of like engineering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can relate. You gotta be kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're sitting at a conference table just like this, right? And uh, ladies at the other end, all right, we hired a new advertising director. I'm like, oh, crap, all right, who's our new boss going to be? I hope it's somebody good if it's not me, you know? I was cool at that point. I was cool. I accepted. I was like, all right, I'm 23, first yeah. job out of college. Like, I could do that job, but I understand why they didn't want to give me that job, yeah. which looking back, they should not have gave me that job. <laughs> it would have been a disaster because I was, I was like, I was still partying and like, yeah. I I had just got out of a seven-year relationship, so like I was single for the first time. I was 23. I had my first job. I was making money, and I was I was out there just doing it. You know, I was it was wild. And uh, so I was sitting at the conference room. And they're like the new bosses. Jake's mom. <laughs> so I'm at that conference room just like clutching my fist as hard as I can, like just like wanting to freak out in front of everybody. I'm like, all right, just wait till you leave here. They ended the meeting. I got up without any without saying anything and I just left and I went home for the day. I was like, well, I'm done here. So I just gotta figure out how to tell them and how long that's yeah. gonna be. So I'm like, I'm just going home, done for the day, trying to figure out what's next. I, I gave my mom the benefit of the doubt. I gave her about three or four weeks and I'm like, no, nah, this ain't working. I'm out. Uh, Were you working directly under? Her? Yeah, she she was the director of advertising, and I was an advertising sales executive. Uh, yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, makes family dinners a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, I didn't live with her at the time, but I mean, it was pretty. I was like a. It was like two months of me moving out. I'm like, I got my first job, I got my first crib, I got all this cool stuff, and then she ruined it all. <laughs> At the time, I should press yeah, it. Yeah. At the yeah. time, she ruined it all. Uh, but because of that, I started exploring other options. And I got a job, same job, for the Minneapolis Downtown Journal. So I went from a town of a few thousand people to downtown Minneapolis. Wow. Being another super huge kind of blessing in disguise. So I blink, and four weeks later, I'm in the middle of downtown. Wow. There's skyscrapers everywhere. We're right across the street from uh, Target Field, where the Twins play. It was brand new that summer, and I worked That's right cool. across the street. We were so close. And it was so popular that summer that during home games, when the twins played at home, we got to go home for the afternoon because it was too loud on our block for us <laughs> to work in our office. They're like, you can either go home or go to the games, but none of us are doing anything today. So that was cool, man. So then that led to anything. I was really in, in independent hip-hop music at the time. I was a rapper, and I produced all my own music. So in Minneapolis at that time was like the epicenter for that type of music. So then I was, I was surrounded by everything that I did outside of work. I was surrounded by and I got really really ingrained in, in kind of that culture and, and everything there and uh, and, it, and it was cool you know I was there for a while and then I got a job 
uh, to do ad sales in television. So that was the next progression. Unfortunately, that brought me back to Michigan. <laughs> like two hours. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, luckily it wasn't the same town. It was a slightly bigger one, but but it brought me back. But it, it, that ended up being okay. I met my wife and that, the person who became nice. my wife in that town during that time period, and everything else came from there. So what I got. What time frame was that? That was pro. That was 2010. Okay. That was 2010. Yeah. So 2010, got back, did that job. That's when I realized, like, advertising sales, like, it, it was I was kind of over it at that point. You know, it was hard to sell local businesses newspaper ads, especially. <laughs> that was, like, the last, like, I feel like the last day I, I worked in newspaper was, like, the last day it made sense for anybody to work in newspaper. <laughs> you know, so I got out. I went to TV. They started that. They just started pushing digital. Like they were like, really? it was like day one of them pushing like banner ads, and you know their their metrics were like, every banner ad gets looked at eighty thousand times, and I'm like, oh really? Like I'll tell people that if you want. It's <laughs> so like I don't know if that's true, you know. So I got I got out of there. I, I just needed to get away from the whole thing. I did like a year and a half or two year stint in construction, and then I was like, okay. Definitely don't, definitely don't want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> got to be back inside. Cause like here, it's like, okay, Phoenix like summertime would be awful because it's hot. There, I was working outside in Michigan winters, Ugh. so it was snowing. It was <laughs> twenty below zero. Yeah, so I was like, I gotta get back in an office like immediately. <laughs> and I went on Craigslist one night after work, all tired and cold, and and um, R.J. Reynolds Tobacco couldn't find a suitable candidate for the territory where I live. Mm -hmm. um, Usually, yeah. they usually to do uh, uh, consumer trade marketing, okay. to to do to run their marketing for a geographic area that was probably for three and a half hours end to end. I guess gotcha. it was the okay. center of the state of Michigan. So it was like 132 retail outlets were encapsulated in this. Um, so I went on Craigslist. I was like, oh, this looks cool. Company mm -hmm. car, expense account. I'm like, I'm never gonna get this job, but I'm gonna apply. <laughs> And it took like it took like twelve weeks. I did ten rounds of interviews. They wow, flipped, ten they, rounds. Ten <laughs> rounds. They it was it was like you fill out a form, you do a personality thing. Then it was a uh, Skype interview. Then it was like a phone interview. Then it was I had to go to Green Bay, Wisconsin, to meet wow. with a couple people and do what they call the day on the trade, where you just hang out with somebody who's mm -hmm. doing that shadow. job, shadow them. And uh, I, I then they're like, all right, you made it to panels. It's the last thing. They flew me to Chicago. I had to do two rounds of panel interviews back to back. So it's like you sit at a conference room. It's me on one side of the table. It's four dudes in suits on the other side. And for 45 minutes, they just rifle questions at you. Ba 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 ba. It's crazy. And uh, I could feel I could feel doing the interview. I'm like, I got this job because like obviously I'm good at talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I, I got it. And then they give you a five minute break to have a drink of water. You go into a different room with four different dudes. Same thing. Wow. 45 minutes. Ba ba ba. But during that interview that second one they asked me to describe like a time I've seen something where very few people like experienced or seen that thing and at the time I lived in Michigan so I was really into deer hunting so like there's this time at like like right between dusk and sunup where in fall in Michigan it's peak fall colors during hunting season and when you're sitting in a tree stand there's like a two minute window where, where the sun goes right above the trees and shoots across the field. The whole field lights up golden and, and all of the leaves are, are all bright and lit up. And it, it's like a two minute window where, where you get to watch this unfold and it's amazing every time. And, and I told these guys this story and I, I 
painted a real detailed picture. And at the end of the story, this dude from the downtown office, he's like, man, I've lived in downtown Chicago my entire life. He's like, I grew up on like the 40th floor of a, of a skyscraper in Chicago. He goes, I've never been hunting in my life. I've never even thought about it. He's like, I don't even own a gun. He goes, but your story made me want to go hunting. And I go, yeah. And just think if I was selling you cigarettes right now. And the room explodes. Then <laughs> the, that was the moment I knew I got the job. I, I was there for about five more minutes. I got in the elevator. I called my wife. And I was like, I just got the job, I think. And I left. I got on a cab. I went to the airport. And I'm literally waiting in line to get on my, on my flight to go home. And my phone's ring. Hey, Jake, this is RJ Reynolds. We want to offer you the job. That's I was still cool. in the airport on the way home. That is cool. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah, it was quick. I, I don't know if they plan on it being that quick or if I just interviewed so well that they're like, nah, just give it to them right now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even home yet, so it was cool. So I did that for like three years, and uh, I learned a ton. I mean, that was like a super corporate job. What, uh, what type of marketing was it? Was it just everything were you helping lead strategy or no this was nothing digital this was like in the streets marketing so this gotcha. was like if you go into a gas station right now and you see like the signs and the pricers um it was literally all the hands-on side of that it was it was ladder one of a million in the rj reynolds gotcha. corporate structure but it was being in front of their consumers every day you yeah. know it was changing the signs and in putting out the new strategies and like the biggest part was like enforcing their strategies though because when what you kind of strategies were though because i i'm primarily digital that's my background i haven't yeah. done too much like traditional or anything like that so what kind of like strategies would you guys this was all like consumer facing stuff so basically if you go into a gas station to buy cigarettes anything you see in the store gotcha. it, it, it involves in that so they have this thing called like the five p's I'm not gonna remember them all but it was like <laughs> it was like pricing product availability promotion personal selling and presence i did remember them all. There you go. so it was like so all that is like so it's like the signs on the fixture the prices on the fixture making sure that they ring up correctly and that like so like when a when a chain signs with the tobacco company they get something called buy downs which basically says if you do everything we say in this marketing agreement we'll give we'll give you this much money every month um and that money you can use to lower your prices so like nice. if a pack of cigarettes was seven dollars but they do everything we say in marketing we give them a dollar and they get to sell them for six so their pricing is cheaper than the guy yeah. across the street who's not doing our strategies so that that's what gets that's them to do that smart it, it was smart I, they used to call me the cigarette nazi because <laughs> i was i was contract enforcement was the number one part of my job though gotcha. so it's like going in and checking everything you have to check Making all sure five P's. With the, yep. yeah. I was the compliance police. So you literally go through, check everything off. It's kind of like mark down what you see, see what you mark down. Yeah. And then like if they're doing anything wrong, you got to bring it to them. And if they if they either don't do it when you tell them to do it or you come back the next time and they haven't done it, you got to like mark all that down. So then for everything that you mark down that they didn't do, they take like a five cent hit on their buy down. So then, and that concludes. You're the barrier to their bottom line and margin right there. Big I mean, time. That's, yeah. Like big yeah. time. Yeah. 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 friend or enemy I was both at the same time <laughs> and they, they were very open about that <laughs> oh I bet I bet because yeah. I mean some days you'd be like oh man if you change if you lower if you raise your price a nickel over the next year you're going to make $7,000 in profit yeah. by a nickel and your consumers aren't going to notice a nickel yeah 
surprisingly, tobacco consumers do notice an echo, <laughs> believe it or not. I believe it. Not all of them, but but so sometimes, you know, you make them seven extra thousand bucks over the course of a year. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, look, man, you didn't do this. You're going to lose $7,000 yeah. this year because you well, didn't do anything. That's a new freezer. That's a new soda machine. That's, I mean, that's... Exactly. That's, yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. So it was cool. I learned a lot. You know, I learned how to be very open and it was more communication. Working for RJ Reynolds was cool because they literally send you all over the country like four or five times a year. Like, hey, you're flying to Denver for three days and you're going to do this class on how to communicate with consumers better. That's cool. Cool. They pay for it all. First class flight. You travel, you get to learn, you get to... Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. But I very quickly learned the negative side of like corporate culture. And uh, Big Tobacco is cutthroat, and it's still Big Tobacco. They they like to hide it. Uh, their Big Tobacco is still very much Big Tobacco. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I always tell people, like, the perks are awesome. Mm-hmm. Flew around the country for free. Brand new company vehicle every year and a half. Expense account, you know. I stayed in hotels, like... Uh, one to three nights every single week that wow. I worked for the company. They paid for it all and they said, hey, since you're in a small town, just stay at the whatever the best hotel is in that town. <laughs> it's still going to be cheaper than our people who have to stay overnights in downtown Chicago. They're like, just stay in the best meal. You know, That's they pay cool. not only that, but when you stay overnight, then they pay for all of your meals for the whole day. So then you get to go out to the best lunches, you go to the best dinners, and you just that is, swipe yeah, that yeah. expense account, you know, and yeah. they did they were cool about all of it. Like I was like, "Am I spending too much?" I spent like fifty dollars on dinner for just me. They're like, <laughs> "That's it, nothing." And they would say, "Like, yo, if they don't come to you, keep doing it." I'm like, "All right, sweet." And that's a forgiveness. Not a and then like the last six months, where I knew it was coming to an end, I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> that fifty quickly turned into one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I'm gonna go to McDonald's and buy two cheeseburgers <laughs> yeah. and then I'm going to go to this restaurant and buy $40 <laughs> worth of beer and walk back to my hotel and that, that was like I was like alright cool I, I think I'm about done at RJ Reynolds <laughs> and, and sure enough I, I had about six more months left in me and then <laughs> then that left and, and that turned out to be another a good move you know that ended and I was like oh geez what am I going to do and I was kind of in a Gary Vee phase very much mm-hmm. at the time and I already started doing freelance video and I was like well this is really fun I'm not doing anything. I could either go get another job and, and continue yeah. in this cycle of doing things I don't really care about, you know, yep. kind of, you know, I learned a lot. I, I knew everything that I was doing would, would, would benefit what I was going to be doing yeah. someday. I still don't even know what that thing is. Like I have this huge <laughs> goal for my life. I'm starting to figure it out. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. But, uh, but like, um, so like, I knew I was like adding knowledge to something that would help eventually. So when the tobacco company ended, I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. There's nothing in my town, small town. So I started a digital agency and I just started doing everything, video, you know, SEO, just whatever anyone needed because this town was so small that nobody was doing anything, you know? So I was just like, all right, I could go to these people and I would pitch them stuff and they would act like I was a wizard, you know, because they didn't know, (laughs) they didn't know how Facebook ads work, but you don't know how Facebook ads work and you're like, all right, give me $20, I'll test something and you do it and you run it for like four hours and and like 5,000 people like engage with their ad but it's a town of 6,000 people like those yeah. those customers are like this is the best thing I've ever seen like you know like yep. um, they're like yeah so it ended up being really cool the only problem was that um, 
when you're in a town that small, there's only so big you can yeah. grow. Eventually, you've talked to everybody, and you either have everybody that's going to work with you is working with you, mm-hmm. and everyone who has no interest probably aren't going to change. And how long know? ago was this? This was... I and I stopped doing that in November of 2017. Oh, wow. So it ended not less than a year ago. Yeah. It started It started while I was still at the tobacco company. I started doing it as freelance. Side and then hustle. gradually... Yeah, so it was a huge side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I was spending all these nights in hotels, so I would go and film videos, and 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 then you know, and create graphic designs and flyers and things, and I'd have five hours in a hotel alone in some random town in my territory. Yeah. I was like, cool, I got five hours to edit all this video. You know, I was my family was at home, so. I spent all that time in hotels working on my side hustle. So then when the tobacco company ended, it was literally the next day. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, this is full time now. I didn't yeah. have to do anything. You know? made the transition easy. Yeah, it was, a one, it was like five hours in between. It was like five hours that I was jobless just because I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to take five hours and just chill tonight. And then starting here, I start this. So it was pretty cool, you know. Uh, so I did that for, for a while and, and I kind of tapped out and I felt it and I was like, all right, I need to do something else. So I actually, I actually pitched like a television idea to the, the TV station I used to work for. And I was like, look, I'm doing all this stuff with marketing. I'm getting really good at making videos. And, and I was like, I want to, I want my own TV show. <laughs> and they're like, he's working advertising. What are you talking about? <laughs> but then I sat down and like, I showed him everything I was doing with video. I showed him my vlog and how good I was at talking to the camera and everything. And they're like, actually, this is kind of cool. They're like, but what would you do? You're not going to make a business show. So I pitched them the idea of like creating a TV show that was like part like Anthony Bourdain, part Diners, (laughs) Dives, and Dives. Uh It was like a travel channel show just for our little pocket of Michigan. And they loved it. And they're like, this is awesome. You know, how do you want to do this? And I was like, I don't know how to do TV. I'm just here (laughs) because I pitched you the idea. You tell me what to do. You're a TV guy. (laughs) I got the video part. You figure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're like, like, all right, we'll give you three options. They're like, option one is we'll pay you like a hundred dollars an episode and we'll produce it and we'll market it and we'll own it and you'll get a hundred bucks and you just come along and, and be the on camera. Yeah. Option two is we we split it. You produce it and you be in it, but then we market it and we put it on and we do everything on our end, but but we pay you like three hundred dollars an episode, yeah. but we keep all of the ad revenue. Option C is that you do everything. You spend this much money per week on the time spot, and because it was a small town in Michigan, it was like a hundred dollars a week. <laughs> it, it would be to buy that that yeah. piece of time to put the show on, and they're like, but then you do everything. You make it, you edit it, yeah. you produce it, you market it. You, you we do nothing except for put it on this time yeah. slot. But you, but you keep a hundred percent of the money. Well, then I started looking into like what what the ad dollars. I started looking into okay, so I got to sell all the ads. You'd get the thirty minutes, so then you get the six minutes of ads and you break that down it was like 19 ad spots per episode and I started doing numbers I'm like geez if I charge $50 an ad spot I'm gonna be freaking rich you know <laughs> like this is gonna be awesome so they cleared the show they cleared the whole thing and they're like this is great and then I was like I was like a month away from getting ready to start production and then I talked to a buddy here in Phoenix who owns a company and he was like I was like, hey, man, I always thought about coming down there. And, you know, what do you guys got going on? He's <laughs> like, hey, man, if you want to come down here, you can be my head of marketing. You can start my marketing. And you could also do account management. You'll get clients and commissions and pay you this much plus commission. And 
I was like, oh, jeez, okay. <laughs> I was like, Doing the stay math. Stay here and be a small town television star <laughs> or go see what happens in Phoenix. Yeah. And I talked to my wife and she grew up in a small town. So like, she was like, I don't know if I want to live in a big yeah. city. That's weird, you know? Uh, we talked about her for like four or five months and... I came out here in September of 2017. Ooh, the best month in the year. Nice and warm. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, God, yeah. Um, so I came out here. I explored. I climbed Camelback Mountain that day. And I, I was on top of Camelback Mountain. I started looking around. I was like, oh, shoot, I think I'm moving to Phoenix. <laughs> I was on the mountain when I decided that, too. I was on the mountain. That is I was awesome. like, yeah, this is cool. So I went home, talked to my wife for... Uh, Eight weeks later it was. We had to do a little bit of changing. I had to transfer my clients. I just gave all of my clients to this other dude. Nice. I was like, I'm leaving, man. I, like, I don't want this to die, yeah. but I also don't want anything to do with it when yeah. I go. When I go, I want to wipe my hands of everything. I'm like, here, just take it. I gave it to this dude. He's doing it now um, at about the same level that I was. And I was like, he's like, do you want money? I was like, no, just keep it, man. Like, just want some, like he was a cool, he was a dude that like, so I was filming a commercial one day. Um, with a drone like in Main Street and he was driving by and he seen me have my drone go up and he pulled over because he had just bought like a Phantom 4 and he had no idea how to use it and he came up he's like oh man that's awesome how do you do that I just got one blah 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 he's like will you show me how to do it and then like we met and we talked about drones and then I was like dude you want to just help me out with like a bunch of this stuff he's like oh yeah that's awesome cool cool so he he had like helped me like produce some spots that's and some cool. videos and then so when I was done I was like look man you could just have this whole thing Re yeah. rename it I'll introduce you to everybody just make Make it your own you can just yeah. have it so he's still doing that right now That's cool. which is really cool so like i still haven't been home since we moved but mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to going back and like link, linking up yeah. seeing how everything's yeah. going yeah but just watching you know his online presence it yeah. seems like it's pretty cool you know um so yeah so so i got down here uh i came down here for that visit in september november 6th i i moved here and i've been here ever since so i'm like 10 months into living awesome. out here now yeah, November's a good month for me. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, here we are again, man. But uh, it's it's been awesome. Like, what I thought would take, like, three or four years to, to build out here it, it is already happening, like, That's right awesome. now. So it's, it's been pretty cool. So are you doing that full-time, or are you still doing something else? I'm doing Windy City full-time. But, but what's really cool is because of my relationship with the CEO and the COO, like, they know what I'm up to. They know what I want to do, you know, outside of what I do. So they're like, look, man, your job is nine to or eight to four. I work. Yeah. They're like, once four o'clock hits, like we don't care what you do. So, cool. so I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Like I'm working with state 48 I'm working with Zach Hall a little nice. bit right now. I've been working with all these DJs up in Scottsdale filming like recap videos of like, like a uh, little Bow Wow was up at Mint in Old Town and I filmed all that. So that was cool. I got to hang out with him in his section for, for really a while. Cool. It was fun, man. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it, Phoenix has been a giant adventure since I got here. That's awesome. So is, is a lot of what you're trying to do the video side of things? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, but 80% of what I do at Windy City Equipment is is making all of our videos and, and pushing all that out. So it's awesome. So like my day job makes me better at my side hustle and my that's side awesome. hustle that's makes me better at my yeah. day job, you know? Yeah. yeah, so it's cool. It's cool. So what is it that Windy City does? Um, Windy City is like a, a, a facility services company. We specialize in restaurants. So basically we do HVAC, like refrigeration. Gosh. And basically if anything, it, with the equipment and a restaurant breaks, we fix it. 
but we're a really, really big restaurant company. So we do all, so like if it's a fryer, an oven, a refrigerator, a walk-in cooler, or the AC, if it breaks, we can fix it. But so like we do all of that work uh, as far as the restaurant side at Chase Field. We do all of the work at Talking Stick Arena, the Phoenix Zoo. And then there's like a few dozen like chain restaurants, Chick-fil-A, Carl's Jr., Little Caesars, mm-hmm. where we do every single one of their locations in the whole wow. state of Arizona. Wow. So yeah, we're a very okay. big company. So yeah. you can see why like the, the account management side of my job isn't is important because yeah. I make commission on all yeah. that. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I, I'm almost to the point where my commission are outweighing my salary and it's only been 10 months I'm like this is great you know yeah yeah so my favorite part though is is because like I don't have any desire right now to turn my side hustle into full-time like like I'm just having a blast like really my side hustle is like introducing me to Phoenix you know it's like if there's something cool going on in the city like I just hit on Instagram I'm like yo what you're doing is cool I'll make you a free video you know (laughs) and everyone's been like yeah do it and then like I make them one and they're like Oh, this was awesome. How much do you want to do this again? I'm like, this it's funny that word free. It's yeah. uh, it's because it's not really free. It's you get, you're showing value in it. It's yeah. it, it leads to revenue. I know that if I do one for free, they're probably gonna like it and it's gonna lead yep. to, to more. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't care. It gets me somewhere cool. I got to hang out with little Bow Wow. Yeah. I guess it's Bow Wow now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, not only at the club, but like in his personal VIP section, it was yeah. him, it was him like. 23 chicks and then like <laughs> me with my camera you know <laughs> I was like this is weird music video. yeah it pretty much was man so it, it's been awesome you know yeah. um, working with the state 48 guys um, doing some stuff they already have a dude that does like sort of like the, the long form video like I do so I've been focusing on like Instagram stories lately um, like doing custom vertical uh, videos for that and that, that's been super fun um, experimenting with like cinemagraphs has been really cool cool. so what's really cool is because i'm not trying to turn it into like a full-time thing Mm -hmm. you know it's it's just the thing i'm using to follow every little idea that i have you know i mean like you said that you get bored doing one thing all Mm -hmm. the time and i'm the same way so it's like sounds like it well this way like i can work with clothing brands and businesses and okay if i get bored with that i'll go holler at these djs around town (laughs) and be like go hang out at nightclubs and, yeah. and do that. And so it's been cool, man. So it's like, this is literally just my way of like learning about this area and meeting people and just That's an do, awesome way to do it. Cool and you're stuff. bringing value to business. Like that's, yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. Are you doing anything uh, or what are your thoughts on Instagram TV? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I think about it like every day. Cause I don't know. I'm still not on it yet. I know yeah. that it hasn't, it hasn't got me enough to do that. I'm intrigued. It just, there was a ton of talk when it first came out. Like, this is going to be a game changer. But then yeah. it's like, I'm well, hearing more questions on, eh, is it working? Is it not? Is it even... Yeah, well, I, I, I and I think a lot of people thought it was going to be more of a competitor to YouTube, mm-hmm. which I think they had the opportunity and they probably still do, you know? Yeah. Um, I just thought, like, because what I like about YouTube is, like, it's a spot to, like, just sit content if you need to. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, like, a holy ground for it. And then you do whatever else you want with it or grow within that space. And I was kind of hoping Instagram would kind of have something similar where where yeah. we could put videos and then, like, like oh, Jake made a cool video eight months ago. I want to go find that 
Like that would be a way to go in there and find that without yeah. having to scroll through a timeline and hope you find kind of it. Portfolio type thing. Yeah, yeah, sort of. I was thinking it'd be something like that, and right now it just seems like a super long story, right? Yeah. Yeah. That you could put <laughs> stuff in. So I'm, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Yeah. Where, where are you standing on it? Um, I mean, it's I've been just consuming now that I mean he's here. We're just gonna test it. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah, let's just throw it out there and, and look at the data. I'm yeah. I I mean, luckily these guys are good at creative because I I mean I'm more of the data. Yeah. Um, to me, it's it's yeah, looking at the data and seeing how it's gonna do. So it's like I'm gonna throw it on. Whatever we do is gonna be on all the different channels, and it's using the data to see whether it's is yeah, it is it doing anything? Is it getting yeah, yeah. is it getting any engagement? Is it yeah. is it and then tying in the data to are people actually reaching out and yeah. becoming client? Like yeah, tying in the data and yeah. really seeing what's what's popping. I like that. I always tell people just trust the data, man. Like, it, is it this gonna work? work? Like, I don't know. The data is gonna tell yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? I can't see the future, but yeah. uh, once we get it going, then yeah. it's just being yeah on top of the data and yeah. hey, we're not getting anything out of this. So. Yeah. So, so when it comes to Instagram TV for, for you guys' business, how do, you, how do you think you'll utilize that? See, I don't know. I'm, we're kind of figuring that out. Maybe something like this where yeah, just admitting what yeah. you guys have going on. Yeah, because that's basically my whole thing with this, the podcast and everything like that is like there's just so many times where you just repeat yourself. This is what I do. These are like, this is, so I'm like, well, if I have these conversations all the time, why not document it? And then we'll just create the podcast. We'll get, you know, YouTube, all the different Instagram TV going and all that. And then really start seeing where people are consuming. But essentially it's going to be a form to where it's, it's instead of having to sit at meetings, which take a ton of time and, preparing and all that it's here just look at look at everything we have like yeah because it's going to be a little bit of this where it's just getting to know other people that are in in marketing and just yep. picking brains but then we're also going to do something where it's like um a lot of like how to's and and uh so adwords new extensions that come out talk about them how you could use them and my goal ultimately would be to talk to business owners and like one episode we did is all the different adwords extensions what are they how they could use them yeah. push it out on like a monday get feedback and find an actual business that has questions be like, hey, come on in and let's talk about it. So it's like, cool, we have hypothetical, but then we tie it into real time. Yeah, you can actually show the execution. Exactly. That's cool, yeah, I like that. And so then it's it's, to me, whenever the phone goes off or we get an email, it's not, hey, you know, what do you guys do? It's, man, I've seen your content. I love how you think. Let's talk. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of making the sales process more efficient by also bringing value because it's it's also at the same time, it's, if you're a small business that can't afford an agency or whatever it may be, but yeah. you have the time to, to do stuff like this, yeah. maybe the stuff that we're talking about, you actually do it. You start increasing your business and all of a sudden yeah. you don't have the time to do it. Yeah. I'm assuming that you're probably going to reach out to us because we helped you get there. And so it's, it's yeah. provide value. And it's, I, I mean, it's, we yeah. talk about it all the time. It's, I love talking about just marketing in general. Yeah. I mean, it's just communication. It's, yeah. it's, I love talking to people and finding out, who you are, who people are, and that's all this is. That's all digital is. is right. You can use the data to build up audiences, and by knowing what they've consumed, what they're looking for, we can then bring out communication or creative that speaks to that. And it's people yeah. take the the human element and the actual like communication part out of it, and it's everyone is just throwing ads up, buy for me, buy for me, and yeah. never reaching out and saying hello. This is who we are. This is what we offer, and then yeah. essentially just bringing them down a communication funnel. But it's it's using the data to figure out where they're at and the needs that they have, and then just producing content around it. Yeah, and, that's a good idea, man. I have a little example for you. I think you might like. Um, 
At Windy City Equipment, we our YouTube channel did that for years. Um, I think you're on the right path, especially with like the how-tos, uh, because we get giant traction on YouTube for how-to videos. Really? Because, like I said, we fix restaurant equipment, and most of it, like you need a certified technician to do. But there's a lot of things like changing switches and just little things yeah. that you could do if you knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. So we created like we have a we have a YouTube channel. So this was started before I got here, though. But it's got like. Uh, 3,500 subscribers and like three quarters of a million views on the channel. And and the way that they they built that before I even got here was by utilizing a simple three minute, two minute how-to videos. And it was like how to do just simple things that, that like the average person um, could figure out themselves, yeah. um, or at least it would get them to the point where they would realize they're not going to do it themselves, and then call a service company. Yeah. And if they're in the market, hopefully it would be us. Yeah, but exactly. I mean, I mean, we have videos that are like a minute long, how to change like a timer switch that you or I could Google and probably do in in, in about a minute. And that's what people did. They Googled it, and our SEO was so good that our videos would be the first thing to populate uh, on Google for that topic. And yeah. so they would watch it. And we had these video one minute videos on how to change the most simplest thing and they'd get watched like 90,000 times that is you know awesome. what I mean that so, is awesome. so I think you know I think there's a there's a big market in there especially for what you guys are doing to show how this because you know we kind of hit on it earlier that people either know how to do it but don't have time to do it themselves yeah. or they have no idea and they need somebody to do it for yeah. them and with what you guys are doing in this business I think you're set up perfectly for that yeah. show people how to do these things and they're going to be like I'm not trying to do that yeah. I'm going to hire these guys that do that for me you know what i mean and then even when it comes to like the pricing conversations and stuff like that it's like you give a price on a website or whatever it is and it usually get sticker shock but once if you can document and show all the time it takes all the i mean it's not just throwing a page together it's i mean you have to have the actual design down and then get the content and then it's the the back and forth and just it's time it's time consuming and and giving people insight into that i think is really it'll help show that you know you're not just getting taken advantage of and that's where i think a lot of people think once they hear some of the prices and stuff like that is oh you're just taking advantage of me but it's you know there's a couple people that are coming in that are bringing creative and it just seems like a really great way for you guys to address um address like concerns or objections before they even come to you right exactly like we could just think of okay what are all the no's somebody would say when it comes to hiring us let's just make videos addressing every single one of those no's and push those out right yeah i mean that's a cool idea yeah and so we're also going to like uh, some of the clients that we have, it's, it's, I mean, obviously talking to them first and getting their okay, but it's like, as we have conversations about, yeah. Hey, this is the performance this last month. Here's what the data says. Oh, look at this. Maybe we can message this way and just basically documenting our, our strategy meetings. Yeah. And so people can get an idea of how we, we think. And yeah. it's like, as cool, we have this cool strategy going into it, but then once it hits the market, you know, the data comes back and you have to pivot adjust. And it's just basically the evolution of an, of a campaign. And then who knows, maybe over the course of the year, we have a whole movie type thing where yeah. it's like, we started this with just like a thousand bucks a month or whatever, but then based off of this, we saw this and we're able to track ROI and yep. da, da 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 da, and it grew into this. And then over the course of that year, this is how we got from here to here. Cause it's, yep. I mean, you see, I get marketing ads all the time. Yeah. See how we got 50,000, blah, 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 but it's always just like hypothetical and just like, yeah, we did this, but there's no proof. But 
basically documenting it and showing yeah. it, I think would be. Well, be I, good. I think there's a difference too between people doing it for themselves and people doing it for clients, like you guys are gonna too. Yeah. You know, everyone's see how I did it is always see how they did it for themselves. It's like, yeah, like, yeah you did that, but you probably also did that investing 23 hours a day to make sure that that happens. But you're not gonna be able to do that for clients. So how do you do that on a smaller scale that's still gonna yeah. work, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the big difference. You yeah. know, for you guys to be able to show these this is us doing this for actually clients i mean at the end of that year yeah it might take a year but a year is going to be nothing but you know i mean you guys are five weeks and now that first year is going to fly by oh, so freaking we've fast we've already been talking about the last couple because this is probably this is our second full day i think in here and it's yeah. already it's just like at the we'll be like God, it's already 5 30 didn't even realize how quickly the yeah. day went and it's yeah. when you love what you do it doesn't it's not work and yeah. it's it's uh yeah that's what i love about it and it's my biggest thing is just man there's so many people just not i don't want to say doing it wrong but just in it for the wrong reasons yeah and it's, they're like it's, half doing it right yeah, yeah yeah well just when it comes to agencies and people giving recommendations it's i want to recommend this because i make more margin but uh, yeah yeah just doing it wrong and it's yeah. to your point it's like yeah it might take a year it seems like a long time but it's most people don't start a business to to wrap it up after a year. It's a long term thing. And well, the other thing is, is like at the end of the year, you're gonna have that content or that movie showing this whole progression. Yeah. Well, then by three years in, you're gonna be like, thank God we took that first year to do that because we've been selling off that for these two years. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Because it's. I mean, if we're gonna be having the discussions and everything, it's yeah. like huh, just document it, and then sure. it's who knows what in a couple months what you said here that might pop or something that yeah. you know down the road or yeah it's yeah. why not document it if we're yeah. just gonna be talking well, about it it's so easy what's really cool is like right now like customers and like people are like getting used to people documenting things too yeah. like even like six months ago it felt like people were still weird like I, <laughs> I sometimes I have a hard time at Windy City because like I always want to make these really cool videos of our technicians working in the field but those guys are those guys are field guys like they're not content yeah. guys yeah. you bring a camera on they're like no no way i don't think so they're like i'm not even gonna talk to you i'm like let me mic you up and we're gonna do this and they're like nah man you you should just go <laughs> like so like you know sometimes i'm like how are we gonna do this you know and we're just yeah. trying to figure out like creative ways like you're talking about to, yeah. to do that you know and so yeah that, that was gonna be my question is most people when they're in the business it's not exciting to them because they do it every day yeah. but it's like like you mentioned doing the tv show and the whole diners dives and all that like yeah. it, it it's big because people like to get insight into something that they don't know yeah and a lot of businesses like i'm i want like just podcast consumption is just through the roof the last i mean it keeps trending up I stopped, and I, I stopped listening to music like three years oh yeah podcast. Yeah. yeah and so i'm trying to pitch the idea to business owners but then all i'm like well what can i talk about i just i just do this so yeah. i guess what are some things or what are the types of videos that you guys get that uh that you guys actually push that that generates you know leads and stuff like that so i guess what kind of videos do you guys do um well like the best ones for us are the ones that like we talked about earlier, kind of address concerns mm -hmm. and address things, and things that we're up to. Yeah, but we just try to find creative ways to doing it. So like, we've been getting a lot of pushback. Like with seasons right now, it's like 115 degrees, yeah. and then it's a boob season. I mean, in like the last, how many did we get in the last three weeks? Like, oh. like five of them. Well, when we do air conditioning, we do preventative maintenance programs. So it's a little, like changing the filters, making sure all the coils yeah. are clean, so it's working efficiently. Because when it's 
115 air conditioning units are working at like 170 percent to keep up with that right so we're getting customers like hey you know you did our pre our preventative maintenance like five weeks ago why are we already having issues with it yeah well it's like well we had five boobs in the last three (laughs) weeks and we did yours five weeks ago so you know all that dust coming into your filters and ventilation like you know it it happens quicker and we're getting calls and we're like addressing it with ourselves and at one point our ceo josh was just like you know what Let's make a video about heat in Arizona and why we do and how this happens. Yep. And, and we had to make the video twice because the first time, <laughs> <laughs> the first time he was very passionate, you could say, in the video. <laughs> and then, you know, we, I, we like edited it. It was like a 20 minute video. It took like a few hours to edit it all perfect, you know, because yeah. like we like he talked and it was in different segments. And then like we went under the roof of our own building with like a digital thermometer and showed like the surface of our roof was 149 degrees when we were out there and ac units are only made to handle like one 107 tops we're like look these are already outworking themselves you it's a miracle these even work on every building you ever look at you know yeah um so we made this video and it was really put together and josh is the first one he was like I think I'm a little too angry in the first one because <laughs> we're going to send it Stop out to our calling. right because we, we have a customer that's like a national chain customer and they're like make that if you make that video send it to me I'll send it to every one of our customers nationwide <laughs> well we made the first video and Josh's like oh, this one might be a little too aggressive let's uh let's make a second one specifically to send to, to, to every guy. customer nationwide so we remade the whole video and that one was a little bit nicer yeah. and that one went out but we used what we're calling what I'm calling the angry version <laughs> uh, we're pushing that on our socials and then you know we'll, we put that on YouTube Facebook everything and we get all these people technicians and you know people that run similar companies to ours and they're like man you guys said it this is dead right you know this is this is it this is what we try to tell our people all the times and I mean there's technicians like man I wish you were my boss like if I lived in Arizona I'd work with you right now and it was it was really cool but it it, it, it got a lot of traction because it, it hit something that everybody, you know, basically south of Chicago and south are experiencing right yeah. now. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's just smart. It's, it's basically it's it's what I want to do with the sales process and just yeah. making it more efficient. If you're that like that's the perfect content to do is like you may not think it's like not so much important or not boring, but it's every business gets the same questions over and over and over. Yeah. Why not produce content for it? And then they can, they can consume it on their own time. Then it doesn't tie up your phone lines. It doesn't, I mean, it's time is money. Well, not only that, because if you're trying to like repeat the same thing every time you might miss something or you might not, there's always a way to say it that, that they retain it the best and making it on video. You can assure that you're saying exactly what you want to say and how you want to say it. So then if it comes up, you could be like, Look, I could tell you really quick, but while I have you on the phone, like I'm gonna email this to you right now. Yep. Watch it. You could watch it. It's two minutes long. Watch it while you're on the phone with me, and then yeah. it'll tell you exactly what. You could show them different parts, yeah. especially what we do, like trying to explain to somebody like what condenser coils do and look like. They have they've never opened an AC <laughs> unit. They don't know what condenser yeah. coils are. So you're trying to explain that in a way on the phone that makes sense, and they're like, I have no idea yeah. what that means. But you're but if you could show them in a two minute video what you're talking about, it's just so much more impactful for them to retain that right yep yep and that's that's what it's all about is just i mean it amazes me that more people aren't doing it it's like it's it's so efficient and it's like yeah it's 
taking the time and, and trying to explain what this is and what it looks like. Not yeah. only is it taking time, but then, I mean, it gets frustrating yeah. um, on that end. And then it's yeah. like, then you can almost not ruin a relationship, but then you can, you know, take steps back in the relationship that you have and yeah. build that rapport because it's like, yeah. I told you 10 times, blah, blah, blah. But it's, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's funny that you say that we told you 10 times thing. We're utilizing this same thing in-house. We're, we're starting to make videos documenting our processes for our own employees. So that way when we get a new employee, we don't have to say, okay, just follow this guy around for the first two weeks and you'll figure it out. We could say, here's all of the videos. Watch them all. Yeah. Then go hang out with somebody. You already have an idea of how we do things because everyone knows how to do this stuff but like we want it kind of done the windy city way you yeah. know what i'm saying that's how we that's how we separate ourselves our, from our competitors is yeah. because of our way of doing things so that way when a new guy comes instead of having to call all these people like hey how did i do this again all he has to do is go onto this one platform like oh how to produce a quote for a client click yeah. that it walks him through it he can do it while watching the video pause do it pause do it and and you know that that's a, it's a much easier way because our company is growing so fast right now i mean we we made the uh, the inc 5000 list this year wow congrats thank that's you awesome. thank you yeah it's cool so we're growing so fast. We're getting all these new employees and we're trying to figure out how to train them properly. We don't even have an HR department yet. We grew so fast in such a small window that like right now, like we're like over the last month, like it's been mentioned, like, shoot, we're going to need an HR department soon, you know, but, uh, but, but I think this is a good way to, to be able to, uh, to utilize the same strategy that we're using to promote the business, yeah. to grow the business internally as well. Yep. Yeah. There's a couple points that really stuck out. The, uh, the one it's, you know, going back to what you might be talking to a customer, you might miss a few things. Same with onboarding. It's like when you have someone that's been doing it 14, 15 years, yeah. there's going to be things that they probably just forget to mention to a new hire because yeah. they're so, Something they're so used to going through it. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and another thing like how that ties in is I can't remember where I just read it, but it's like, there was a study done on employees that leave within the first six months, yeah. 80, it's like over 80% of the time, the reason why is the onboarding process is horrible. Yeah. And it's just okay. because they can't, they don't know what to do. And it's just, things are moving so quickly. So to your point, having video could help with that onboarding. And then, and then it's, it's like, we're kind of dealing with it on a, on another thing where it's just like, man, you have this doc, you have this doc, you have this, you have that. And it's just like, yeah. man, I'm spending what should be taking me five minutes is taking me an hour and a half of time just trying to locate everything and reaching out to someone and then they get annoyed because like, a, you know, it's like yeah. the, to them, it's, I, I've already sent it, but it's, you know, onboarding, there's a ton of different things. So having a video and this is how you do this. And I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it just frees up time and time is so valuable. I mean, yeah. I, there's one common thing that everyone says they wish they had more of and that's time. And yep. so it's, it's amazing what video could do. And I'm huge on it just because it's, from a marketing standpoint, what you can do, like the cost to throw it on YouTube and Facebook is so cheap and yeah. then you can retarget the people that complete it and it's like, the yeah, what you can do with it is amazing in terms of just lead generation, sales, uh, customer service, I mean, yep. all with one all video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can literally, there's ways to encapsulate literally everything like almost in every business to just make it more efficient, right? Yeah. 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 I, I'm obsessed with that though. I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't take away that my favorite part of business is just making stuff look cool though, or of a video, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like there's all these little intricacies that we like to talk about to, to talk about why we do video. But honestly, my favorite part is just making like stuff look cool. The people, people look cool. Like that's what I always tell people like when they, when I work with them, they're like, all right, well, what are you gonna do? I'm like, well, number one, my like when I work with DJs in Scottsdale, yeah. they're like, all right, well, what are you gonna do? You know, I was like, 
look, literally the only thing I want to do is make you look cool. So <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, you DJ, these people are going to party and get drunk. I'm going to be sober with this camera for the next three hours, figuring out how to make you look cool. Yeah. I'm going to go home and edit it. And there it is. You know yeah. what I mean? But, yeah. but that's what I love about it. You know, it's, it's, there's so many different ways. I mean, we can have all these conversations about why we do what we do. And I mean, it's definitely valuable, yeah. but, but really what it comes down to it. My favorite part is like, just like seeing, like making something cool and then somebody looking at it and be like, wow, that was me. You know what I mean? That's like my favorite yeah. part, you know? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I did this one, uh, for this DJ when I was doing that one at that little Bawa thing like I got there and I was working with this like one dude and then like I realized there was like an opener and then there was like a closer and then there was the promoter and I started looking around like oh how can I get the most value out of this for me you know I'm like yeah. alright cool I can film the whole night but I can also take little pieces of time and I'm gonna focus on this dude for 20 minutes and this dude on 20 minutes and this dude for 20 minutes and then when I edit I'm gonna make the one video for the first guy but then I'm also gonna make these shorter edits for these other dudes and then just hit them up like hey man I was there I made this for you and I just sent it to them and all these guys were like I didn't even know you were going to do this this is awesome thank you they're like will you do this for me again and I was like I will do that for you again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so I mean, there's so many ways with video to get creative. so creative. Yeah. yeah. Just the thought process behind it yeah. all. You know, it's, it, it teaches you to kind of see the bigger picture in everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I mean, we're making these videos and trying to figure out the big picture for these topics, but I mean, Why? yeah, it, it goes even deeper than that. And, uh, showing up to make a video at a club and then making separate videos for four people. Now I have relationships with all four mm -hmm. of those people and my network is growing and eventually I'll See, come back to those people. You're just right? a good thinker. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you think outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't plan it until I got there either. Like I got there, I started looking around like, Oh, here's an idea, you know? That's so funny. Because, um, yeah, that's kind of, as even business owners, that's kind of what I had uh, in my mind is, like, obviously going to get the why. Why'd you start this? And yeah. and so it's like, cool, we're going to be doing it, talking about strategy and da-da-da-da, but then we can also cut it into little clips and be like, yeah. here, here's yeah. your why. Yeah. Here's a perfect. And then just give it to them and then throw it on their website. Oh, wow, this has actually produced a lot of phone calls. That, like, yep. So it's like, we're going to be documenting. Why not just cut that little part out? Yep. Here's your why. Here's your branded yeah. video. Yep. Cool. It's going to generate some revenue. Once that, once it generates revenue, then yeah. it's like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. What else can you guys do? And it's like. That's it, man. That's yeah. it. That's I, I base, like, especially with my freelance stuff, like, I base everything on, on the expectation. Somebody's going to say, what else do you do? Yep. Like, and then it's like, all right, let me tell you, you know, like I met this dude last week and, um, this DJ and we met at Portillo's in Old Town, like just to meet so he could, I, I was assuming he was just trying to get, figure out if I was a weirdo or if I was like a regular <laughs> dude, cause you never know who people on Instagram are. Hey, can I make a video for you? It could be, you know, you never know who's going to show up that day. You know what I mean? Yep. So I was like, all right, that makes sense. And then we got there and like, obviously I talked to him the way I talked to you guys now. And he's like, okay, this, he's, I, you're up to something, you know? So it was just to make a video of him at a club, like a recap video of him at, at one of his nights. And then it turned into him like, yo, I just put out this album. I need every, I need the whole strategy yeah. for the whole album. He's like, dude, do music videos? Do you do promotion yeah. photos? Do you do lyric videos? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. He's like, sweet. Like, I'm going to have you do one. And if I like that one, you can just do my entire album. And I'm like, Jesus, I just made like 
I could make. I yeah. could have just made thousands of dollars yeah. right here because I offered to make this guy a free sixty-second video for his Instagram. You I know, love that I mean? he's saying that the whole free thing because it's. Yeah. Dude, I've done over the last like trying to get this going so much free stuff yeah. that it's everyone's like, you got to know your value. You got to do it. Like, but it's like my I wife mean, thinks I'm crazy sometimes because oh, she doesn't totally yeah. get it. She's like, why do you keep doing things for free? Yeah. I'm like, because if I do this for free and we get. Two thousand dollars for you see long term. You know you're not looking right now. Yeah, like I don't care about yeah. right now. I don't yeah. do anything for right now. And, man. I mean, I'm gonna be alive for a few more years. So yeah, it's like, right. Why not provide value now because yeah. it's gonna. Yeah. Oh man, I had some. I've had so many conversations with my wife. She's like, yeah. you need to like. I'm like, one. This is why I'm still at the full time job so I can afford to yeah. do this. And yeah. and yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of 19, 20 hour days. But everyone can sprint for a little while. Yeah. It's you sprint for a little while to condition yourself right. to be able to run the race for you know the long term. And so it's I love that you're doing free it's not yeah, free right. because you're providing value no, and it's it's leading to revenue down the road so yeah. you're yeah it's not it's free. just how i'm marketing myself though you know yeah. what i mean like yep. yeah i could make videos about myself right now. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i mean i could make videos about myself and talk what i do all day long and somebody might see and reach out to me say yeah. hey that's cool but if i reach out and say hey i want to do something for free for you that's going to make you look really cool they almost always say yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's amazing yeah. it's hard to get to know yeah for <laughs> sure i've gotten a few times and I i'm have like to, whoa actually, wait, what? Like, what? what are you talking about <laughs> this is like a win-win-win for you yeah like, right right but i mean yeah 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 so it's cool man it's just it's all an adventure though you know yeah. like i always just i always think about it like like i'm, I'm always doing things for the future but the re reason i'm doing that is so i can enjoy the right now though yeah does that kind of make sense yeah. oh, yeah. you know what i mean yeah just, just trying to set it's everything all the mindset up. i mean it's yeah. it's people I, i've heard a lot of people like get irritated because they try and do stuff for free but they're trying like they're not liking the fact that they're ma not making the money but it's yeah. it's you're seeing it as cool it's a way to network build friendships enjoy the city it's all about the mindset it's it's it's, yeah. it's like i mean getting mad is literally a decision it's all about your mindset you can choose to get mad or you yeah. i mean it's so it, yeah. like i said i love the way you think and it's yeah. it's are uh are you guys doing anything on linkedin yet um not yet so it's now that he's here it's a lot of this stuff that we're gonna be doing is LinkedIn we're going video oh, is yeah massive. Dude, oh yeah especially now that facebook got rid of the employee targeting the yeah yeah, yeah it's, for sure yeah yeah um my instagram at the beginning of this year i had 150 150 connections on on, on linkedin i mean mm -hmm. and i just hit uh, uh just over three thousand two days ago wow. in, in like four months just wow. consistently putting out videos um and i make all those videos wow. direct video now there's not and that platform is is huge right now and there's like these little clicks of people and once you get into one of those like oh. like i got into like just i made one video like i made a video I decided to use LinkedIn to open up more. Like I always, Instagram. Like I always try to be so cool on it. Like I try not to, but it's like, like I always think of Instagram. Like everybody I've ever met in life, like people from kindergarten to people yeah. I've worked with, are on are on there. Yeah. So and, and that's always in the back of my mind. Like I know I should be more open about like the parts of myself that like I'm embarrassed about sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, but when I got in LinkedIn, I realized that I could do that there. So I made this video about how I always feel like an 
an idiot on video. I'm like, all these people see me on video and think I'm a natural and like, I like it. And I'm like, in my mind, I think I'm an idiot and a fraud. And I put this video out on LinkedIn and it got watched like 12,000 times in like three days. That's so funny. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's something here. So I started making all these and, and it was really cool. But I grew this huge following. Like I'm speaking at LinkedIn Local Phoenix uh, next cool. next month about video. That is cool. Yeah, LinkedIn Local uh, East Valley Phoenix is tonight in Chandler, actually. Really? If you guys aren't up to anything, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I grew this following uh, on LinkedIn on accident over four months. I, I, it got huge, and and it was really cool. But but the coolest part is is you never know who's watching on on any of these mm-hmm. platforms. Is and and I've taken this strategy and in my Instagram strategy is actually going to be the same now because. I realized it worked on LinkedIn. I'm like, all right, forget all these people I don't really care about on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I should just do the right thing on here. So this inspired that, which is kind of where my content on Instagram is going to start heading. But what was really cool is I made these videos just opening up, talking about it, talking about what I do. And then one day I got a phone call from my office and I just left. And they're like, hey, did you leave? I was like, yeah, I'm like two blocks away. They're like, oh, you just got a phone call. And it was this dude saying he was from the Phoenix Suns. He just connected with you on Instagram and watched your videos and he wants you to call him. Wow. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so I went to my meeting. I came back. I called the dude back right away. And he's like, hey, man, I see your videos on, on blah, 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 on yeah. LinkedIn. They're really cool. I wanted to see if you got together for coffee. He was the director of premium seating for the Suns. Wow. And the next week we got together for coffee downtown and videos perfect for that show how much fun is going to be that's exactly what that's what the conversation was about he's like hey we're trying to reach i mean there's this huge growing tech market i mean that company downtown just got like a 60 million dollar round of funding like some young dude it's awesome i mean (laughs) tech is really popping off here and and the sons want to reach this younger demographic that's like making moves and making money and and the way the wizard or the warriors did in silicon valley the sons want to start doing here so he's like what what would you do to start pushing premium seating to a younger wealthy audience and i'm like well that's that's almost easy to do you know what i mean i mean we can do this and this and this and this yeah and and so it's really cool so that was just a couple weeks ago so um hopefully that i'll get the opportunity to tell some of those stories but it just shows that you know by opening up and being yourself and and just documenting what you're up to you never know you know who's on the other side of those videos and i I think that's an important thing to kind of keep in mind Right. Yep. And it's funny you mentioned that because that was like whenever I first started posting on like my Instagram is just nothing but business stuff now and and, yeah. and but there was a good two weeks where I was like ah, am I gonna be that guy like right. worried about what others are gonna think but then yeah. finally I said you know what screw it like this is this is what I love this this is my life and then yeah. I haven't had one person go dude stop doing that or at least I don't know if they just stopped following me or whatever but it's yeah, it's it yeah to me it's matter, yeah right? exactly yeah. and it's 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 amazing how much. Uh, opportunity is i guess squandered because of what other people think and yeah yeah just go out and do yeah um but yeah the whole networking thing it's the like when you're when you're here in real life it's it takes time to network i mean it's just human um talking to people but the power of linkedin and the internet man you can just network at scale and it's like how you quickly went from zero to hundred like like i moved here nine months ago man yeah (laughs) it's crazy i don't yeah i have no idea how this happened it was it's it's been awesome i mean it's a blast 
I mean, just the people I've been meeting since I got here, it's been cool. I, I had a meeting last week in Old Town with an internationally touring DJ. Wow. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be touring internationally next year. He's like, I got, I just got a parachute guy. I'm gonna, I'm thinking about parachuting into my shows. And I'm like, why are you even talking to me? I'm like, of all people, like, why are you even talking to me? Are you going to his back with yeah, the GoPro? I want to. Because yeah. <laughs> like, with him. There's part of me that's still like, I'm just, I still feel like a small town kid, though. And yeah. I got here and like, I'm talking to this guy about parachuting into his concerts and possibly me filming those concerts and I'm like I don't know how this is even happening but it's just it's just being yourself and just you know being happy to see to meet people and and interested in what they're up to and and being a part of other people's passions yeah for sure and that's really that's what got me man over the last year it's just like so many people are doing like cool stuff and I'm mm-hmm. just fascinated by it. like and like even if like the tiniest part of my being involved in other people's cool stuff is like a 60 second Instagram video that I make for them yeah. it's still cool you know yep. what I mean yep. yeah, it's so a story that you can tell it's a story that you're part of I mean yeah. it's yeah. yeah yeah so like I mean the stuff I'm doing with the State 48 guys is going to be really really cool I mean they're they're giving me an opportunity to to do some really unique stuff because like I said they already have a video guy so they're yeah. like well just figure out what we aren't doing and do that so I've been like that's where that sales comes in is cool I can audit what they're doing and see what you're not doing and help bring value and that's yeah yeah. for sure for sure so it's been super fun doing that because then I'm looking at all these other brands that I've admired like Young and Reckless and Diamond Supply and seeing what these other young hip plant brands are doing and how to sort of be inspired by that to do some other I'm like and then that is gonna I could already feel what I'm learning from these brands to use for this brand I'm learning how to do things that I'm not doing now that's gonna benefit everything else I'm doing as well too you know so like I'm experimenting with like stop motion videos right now and things like that but like not with like clay people but with like actual people you know what I mean yeah so it's been fun man it's been fun it's so fun yeah so you mentioned earlier that like you're kind of figuring out your grand scheme of things of what you want to do i guess what is that um it's that's still a gray area and it's always been for me like since i was a kid like i've been telling people like i'm meant to do something really huge and really great and then like over the last five years i've been telling still been telling people that (laughs) but i'm like but i'm smart enough to now know right now i don't know what it is you know and and i still kind of don't but I've been listening. You know they do drama from Young and Reckless. Yeah. Have you? Do you listen to his podcast? I didn't even know you had one. Dude, his podcast is my new favorite one. Really? There's only like 107 episodes, and I'm I literally listened to like 90 of them over like the last like two months. It's that good. What is it about? It's about business and entrepreneurs and just how they started. I mean, it's it's typical to like everybody else's kind of, except the businesses are unique to his style and what his brand is. So it's not like like Gary Vee is talking to like you know uh, Tony Robbins and like these giant brands, but this dude's talking to like the guy who owns Diamond Supply and the guy who owns the Hundreds and like these other brands that that like we all know. Like if you go to a mall right now and pass a Zoomies, there's all these brands. And nobody knows that each one of those brands has a guy that started those brands. And most of those brands were started by accident from some dude who made a logo and sold one t-shirt on Facebook and it turned into a 
hundred million dollar brand. Usually, the best brands, the best things are right, done accident, by accident. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's sort of what his podcast is that's about. Cool. I'm gonna have to check that like, out. Like, uh, he has this episode. I think it's number like sixty six or fifty six with this guy named Rory Kramer. Rory started out like stalking Rob Deerdick outside of the Fantasy Factory with a sign <laughs> that said, "I'm not homeless. I'm just here to network." And then, like, he became the personal videographer for like the Chainsmokers and wow. Cruella, and then he became Justin Bieber's personal videographer guy he made that video that was set in iceland did all this happen after he did this and just because he did that Yeah, yeah for sure so like um he like has a unique video way with like he uses the glide cam. And I've always been familiar with that. I always thought gimblers were cooler. But then I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. So then I got one and I tested it. So like that changed all my content. So I've been super inspired by this. But uh but it's been a great podcast. But the best part about that is there's been three episodes where the guests are like these huge guys with these huge brands, and they have just mentioned that they either have a business in Phoenix or really? that they live in Phoenix. Three different dudes. Uh, and me being me, the first thing I did is I went on the gram, I found him on Instagram, I followed them, and then I hit him up. I hit three different yeah. guys from this podcast. Isn't that the up, beauty like, about like yeah. he takes out the 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 secretary that keeps telling you no, like yeah. hey, I would love to talk to, but yeah, so you yeah. and twenty thousand other people, like one of the dude, like and so two of those three dudes, I'm gonna be doing video projects That's with cool. over the next over the next month or so, and like one of them, like one of them, I hit up. He's like, oh yeah, sorry, I'm on vacation in Rome right now. He's like, I'm gonna be in. Scottsdale in two weeks I'll call you when I get back we'll meet up and I'm like oh this is cool you know this is like all these possibilities start opening up you know I'm excited to see what Phoenix becomes in the next like five to ten years because it's it's compared to New York Chicago LA I mean it's very young but I mean there are a lot of people moving here and it's it's I know there's a lot of tech moving in here it's gonna be fun to see I think there's gonna be lots of opportunity in the city and just yeah uh, I'm an Arizona native so I yeah I'm excited about it yeah cool I feel like I got here like like day like the best month to get here you know what I mean it was like like okay all this stuff is happening and you're gonna be here for all of it I'm like yeah all right you know yeah it's cool man so um my goal uh okay this I haven't really told anybody the outfit Ooh, I like it. Like, like not even my wife has heard this, but this has been something. This is why I talked. I, I halfway through telling you that I realized I forgot why I brought up that podcast to you. <laughs> but it was that podcast that put like this big picture in into my mind, and, and this isn't to say that I'm gonna stop my job now or my side hustle. Yeah. This is just an idea that I can see myself doing someday, and I want to be the creative director for a celebrity or an athlete or somebody's personal branding manager basically but somebody big so like that podcast the creative director for Beyonce was on an episode and the creative director Steph Curry's personal CMO was on an episode that's and I was listening I didn't know they had a personal CMO I didn't know that was a thing they had a personal creative director I didn't either so I start hearing these podcasts and this guy's talking about what he's doing for Beyonce and this guy taught one guy was Wiz Khalifa's guy one guy was Steph Curry's guy and I'm listening to these podcasts and my brain's going tick, 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 tick. And I'm like, I think this is, I think all of this stuff I've been doing for like these last years, yeah. telling people I don't know what this huge goal is. I think I might've found it. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. I have no idea where that's going to lead. No idea how I'm going to get there, but I can feel that the stuff I'm doing right now could lead there. Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? I, I, I think there's going to be a huge transition between like sports agents and all that yeah. to where it's, it's, yeah, it's, why have someone else try and get deals when just produce 
content on your own and Do document what you're doing and then yeah, yeah the the deals that come from that just by being an influencer i mean you already have the huge influence and you it's like influence yeah exactly because yeah. it's funny you mentioned that i've had that on my mind i want to do figure out something with baseball because that's my yeah. i love playing baseball would, but that's literally how i was going to suggest it like archie bradley should have one of those guys yeah you know yeah. what i mean there's a couple i've reached out to he might i don't know that he does it <laughs> yeah. i assume not based on his content yeah you know kind of looks like he's probably doing it himself but like those two big dudes would yeah. be perfect yeah. you know like especially i mean uh athletes actor i mean they're getting paid a lot yeah. per hour well, when you start bringing it's why are you taking time to produce it yourself let's get twice the amount of content just by hiring someone to do it yeah. and then da -da, like yeah. it's all about time efficiency and it's and like all all these guys have to do is live their life exactly and let somebody just, hang just out document what you're doing you yeah. don't you don't have to produce you don't have to take time in your day to right. get this done just document it and then let yeah. someone like yourself or dre and uh, like, get creative and make it look good exactly man these celebrities don't have to like learn how to use a video or premiere pro like they could hire like a dude like me to be like all right i'm gonna pay you x amount of dollars right i know man i know i'm gonna say that's why i like i'm glad we're talking because this is the first time I'm talking to anybody a lot about so this. Awesome. But it's just like these guys have the money to pay somebody yeah. a small amount of money for them yeah. to follow them around all day and be like, all right, you follow me around. Like, all right, we're traveling. Like, all right, cool. We're flying here for this. I'm going to hop on my laptop on the plane and I'll have yeah. this video exported. By the time we even get to where we're at next, by the time we get there, it'll be distributed and then we'll get to the next stop and we'll start filming again. That's when awesome. we're done. You're definitely here. doing the actions that are going to lead to that. But right. yeah, you yeah. definitely are. Yeah. So I stumbled into this idea on accident. I have no idea how it's going to, or if I, no, I don't know. Anything. How it's going to happen is someone's going to see it on Instagram or someone's, someone's going to see yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. You're going to say it. And someone's yeah. go, you know what? I've been thinking about that. Why not have coffee? And then boom, it's going to be. Exactly. Yeah. Man. But yeah, Look at what but Will that's, Smith is doing. Have you seen any yeah, of his stuff? I, have, I mean, yeah, that's he's in, one that's really taken it. And, yeah, yeah. That's a perfect example of of all of these people like that are going to be doing this soon. Yeah, soon. Because the whole stardom of of actors and all that, I think, is. There is going to be, I feel, a huge influx of this, what yeah. you're talking about. Like, eventually people are going to be like, wow, I can just document my life and the opportunities that happen. And right. it, it, it's going to outweigh the the being an actor and all that. It's like, oh, yeah. cool, I can just live my life. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So I'm, I'm fascinated by that. So, yeah, man, I'm just creating content, doing cool awesome. stuff, and hoping it leads me somewhere cool. Are you still doing a podcast? You mentioned... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, what is it? the podcast has been hard for me lately just because I have so many things I want to do. And like I started the podcast before I went all in on video. Gotcha. So it's been difficult for me doing it by myself. Um, I mean, I could do it and put them out, but I just don't have like the time to like export it and do the SEO and yeah. do everything else to, to do oh, it. So. Like in my office right now, my podcast stuff is in a duffel bag and it's like sitting next to my desk, ready to go. But so my, my podcast is called Sore Joints and Twitches. And the reason it's called, it's called that is when I was 10 years old, I was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis and Tourette's syndrome during the same year. Um, wow. So I was always embarrassed about that as a 10 year old and as a kid yeah, in general. So. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I was a kid that like twitched and like, you know, couldn't walk good because my joints were sore. Um, they eventually got it sort of under control, and it's not. It's I still have both of them 100. Just moving right? here, have you noticed a difference with uh, it not being as a little? Cold? A little bit. I think I will. The longer I'm here, I think I yeah. will. When I was a kid, they always told me move somewhere warm. <laughs> My parents <laughs> kept me. You're always destined to be here. I in know. Phoenix. I feel like yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the reason I called sore joints and twitches what I did is is sort of like a, a nod at, at those two things that were something I was always embarrassed about but because I was embarrassed about that I um 
I was like the loud kid and the funny kid, and like I was like, yo, if I'm friends with everybody, nobody they won't tease yeah. me. You know what I mean? Nobody's gonna beat me up for being like the weird twitchy kid if if I'm cool with everybody. <laughs> so from fourth grade until today, that's how I've lived my life. So the reason I'm, I feel like directly the reason why I'm able to communicate and talk the way I am and meet people. Like today's like the first day I meet you. I feel like I've known you for months now because we've, we've been talking on Instagram and everything. But like I met you outside like an hour. Yeah, yeah. I met you outside an hour ago. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like it. But but like I've always had this weird thing in, inside of me because of that, 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 that has directly led to everything I've ever been able to do. Like I don't have a four-year college degree. I, I didn't finish school. Like I, I finished like the two years of graphic design school. Then I got the job and I was like, oh, screw the bachelor's degree I already got a job I'm making so funny. good money right now you know why would I do that yep. you know it's exactly I'm literally 22 credits I think away from getting my bachelor's yeah, and it's like and I worked at ASU for a year and a half where I could have got it done for like literally 50 bucks and everyone's like why don't you do it and I'm like part of me is like well because I would want to just because I'd be the first in my family to do it but then part of me is like everyone puts that on a pedestal like I want to be able to do this and accomplish it and be like, I did it without a degree. You don't yeah. need it. Like, you don't need it. Like, RJ Reynolds Tobacco told me I was the first person in the last 15 years that they hired with no degree. Really? It's first in their requirements, but I applied anyways. That's so funny. The first but agency I got a job at. They told you the same, same thing? Yeah. Really? It wasn't 15, but it yeah. was... Yeah, yeah, but it was just something about the way I made that room explode when I told them that story. They're like, all right, this guy's probably cool, you know? So Personality, uh, intent, knowledge, yeah. that goes a lot further than a piece of paper that yeah, says you got through yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, so, like, the podcast was started as another thing to just, like, let me let me identify things I'm interested in. So, yeah. like, people always ask, like, what it's about. And I'm like, it's about whoever I'm talking to that day. Like, I only ask people on it, like, who are doing cool things. You know what I mean? And that's why I haven't forced it too much is yeah. because I'm new here. I don't know a ton of people. Yeah. Um, but, like, in Michigan, when I started it, it was like, all right, I know this dude who owns a restaurant, and it's a cool restaurant, so he's on it. He told me his story. And I know a dude who's, like, uh, he's the county prosecutor or the district prosecutor now um, in, in my area, but he's the same age as me. He's, like, the youngest really? one ever. He's 33, and he's the youngest district prosecutor ever. <laughs> but, like, cool. like, I used to party and drink beer with him, like, <laughs> while he was the prosecutor, you know? So I was like, so I know he's That's cool. cool so, like, we told the story of, of like he's like yeah I, uh, I wear suits all day and then I drink craft beer all night it's awesome I'm like sweet man you know so I'm like the podcast is just about cool people doing cool things yeah. and talking about that cool stuff you know what yeah. I mean I've never put too much emphasis to like make it big like I could have gone through the podcast strategy that everybody does to make you know there's ways of assuring that it gets big I mean yeah. you know you can do that it wasn't about that for me for me it was like it was my in to meet new people that were doing cool stuff it was in to meet and sit down with people who I felt like were ahead of me in life a few notches because they always say like you become the 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 sum of like the five people you spend the most time with well in Michigan and at the time I was looking around I was like yo I'm still hanging out with people I'm, I went to high school with and they're like getting drunk like six days a week like I better start hanging out with some other people and, uh, and the podcast is how I started doing that man. that is cool yeah yeah. yeah. so it, it still exists like I did an episode last week that I'm gonna release this week and, nice. and it, right now it's just like I kind of use it as like if somebody won't sit down on video with me I'm like alright let's do the podcast <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of people get intimidated, intimidated by that camera once you bring they it do. out I mean it's, I, it's funny because I actually have a folder that has some of the first things that we did and some of the like 
things I did at my house where it's yeah. just like, all right, take 48. I'm just trying to say my name. And yeah, yeah, yeah I could relate just, to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what drives me nuts is I get people all the time like, man, you're natural. Like, <laughs> like, man, you like doing this. It's easy for you. I'm like, no, it's, it's easy for me because when I started, I would have to say my name 1000 times before I got the right take. And then I had to say the rest of the video after yeah. that. Well, it's just like anyone that makes it big. Everyone goes, oh, you got lucky. Oh, it must have been easy. But you don't see the blood, sweat and tears that went into right. the five, 10 years right. prior to getting to there. Gary Vee is the best example. I mean, he got big the last three, three years maybe, yeah. but nobody sees the thousand episodes yeah. of Wine Library TV yeah. that he did. Nobody yeah. even knows about that. Yeah. You know, so I'm yeah. like, that's where this happens. Not what you see you know mm -hmm. what you see is nothing yeah. when when you see it right there's been countless hours and, yeah yeah, lack yeah. Of sleep and just yeah, yeah just a lot i'm just huge on just just doing it lots yeah. no matter how good even if you suck at something if you do it lots you'll eventually get a little bit better right yeah. like my friends back home yeah, like that's it man <laughs> well like my a good example is my friends back home in michigan like keep hitting me up like man you only lived out there nine months how are you doing with it like they see me with like selfies with like little bala <laughs> like what are you doing and how are you doing this like and like they're like, it's so easy for you. I'm like, it's not easy. Like they see the selfie with me with Bow Wow, but they don't see the other 93 Instagram messages I sent exactly. to random people who didn't even respond oh, yeah. until this one dude did that gave me that ac yeah. access. I'm like, that's the secret is the yeah. 93 no responses to get the one yes. Yeah. That's the, the secret to everything. that I did while you were out either drinking or, or doing whatever you were doing. But it's, just, or just do, yeah. Yeah. it's just doing, I mean, it's putting, yeah. putting in the work. I mean, yeah, it's, absolutely. it's, there's a funny correlation when you just do, things come. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, I'm just, uh, just out here enjoying Phoenix, really, is, is nice. kind of. some of the things that you're, uh, have coming up on the State 48 stuff. Like, at the State 48, uh, hopefully I should be talking to the Suns dude here, here soon. Um, I, I it's just, the stuff I'm doing with DJs right now, I'm, I'm really intrigued by because it's really fun, first of all. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. it's like the easiest thing ever to, to video and, and make look cool, but it, it's a blast. But um, I started doing that, and then I, I think the first one I did, I accidentally got in with, like, some of the best people cool. in, in, like, the old town scene in Scottsdale that I probably could have got in with, and they really liked my work. And, like, I the next morning after that first night I ever did that, I, I the guy was, like, it, it was this weird thing because, like... Um, <laughs> I, I, the demographic I was surrounded by that night was very different for me. Like, I'm like, like the guy, I wear New Balances and dad shorts a lot. <laughs> and the guys at work tease me about that. They call me King Dad Jeans. <laughs> yeah, I this, I'll, I'll get back into That's this great. in a second. I have this funny story that one time I was walking through a park and I had to go back to the car and I was trying to find my family and the park was busy on a Saturday and I'm talking to my wife on the phone and she goes where are you and I'm like I'm walking through the middle of the field I'm wearing khaki shorts and a polo shirt and she yells into the phone every dad here is wearing khaki shorts and a polo shirt and ever since I told the guys at work that they just they just love that they think it's hilarious you know and uh so like I'm I was just like myself man I wasn't like trying to go there to like to like be cool i'm like hey guys i'm jake i'm here to yeah. film you today <laughs> you know and they at the next day they're all like that was cool you know you didn't try to come here and like yeah. act like everyone else or try to like put on a scottsdale front i was like yeah. man i'm here to make video like this is about what i'm gonna do with this video not about what i'm doing while i'm yeah. here you know so like um 
Yeah, so those guys really liked it. So I the next morning, like it was a weird interaction where like the guy who brought me there didn't think I was there, even though like I was I said hi and shook his hand, but it was like a really quick thing and like yeah. I was like focused on what I was there to do and like I was a little nervous because it was the first time I was there, you know. Like I've never even partied in Scottsdale before, let alone <laughs> being in Scottsdale to, to do that. So that was like my first time. And like you hear about Scottsdale all over the country, oh, you know? Yeah. And uh so like the next morning he messaged me and he's like Hey man, you played me. I thought you were coming. What's up? And I was like, dude, I shook you in hand and said hi. I was like, it's probably my fault. I was probably being weird, you know? <laughs> so then just to prove to him I was there, I made like a five second clip. I took like five seconds of like a cool rap beat. I put it over and it was a clip of him where it was a big swooping shot with the glide cam. It was literally five seconds, exported, sent it to him, and he goes, I could get you a hundred gigs by the end of the year based on this five second clip alone. And I was like, yes, this is what I came here for. That was the, I'm going to give goosebumps now. Cause I was like, that's what I was dreaming. I was hoping somebody would say someday in my yeah. life, you know, and yeah, he said that. that. Yeah. And then I gave him the final edit and then I gave those other three dudes their final edits. And those dudes said the same thing. Like, yo, I got tons of work. And then they introduced me to these other promoters and they introduced me to this dude. I haven't had a chance to sit down with, but I've been following him on Instagram. And like he like hosted this party at those freaking glass condos oh, in Tempe, yeah. and it was like the penthouse with a glass pool. And I'm like, oh, these are definitely the people I'm trying to get to know. You know? <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like there's something happening there. And then I'm meeting. I met these other two bigger DJs that are gonna like. Um, what's the big festival? The big EDM festival they do here in in here? Phoenix. Uh, there's a big all? one. Uh, there's some music festival. It might be that. There's a really big one. Uh, Crush is one. It might be McDowell. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, one of those guys I met with is is is. He's not. He's headlining like the second stage or something. Mm -hmm. Either way, there's gonna be like a hundred thousand people at this festival. So I'm gonna get to be on stage. He's like, dude, I don't care if you, they see you. You could be in front of me even. He's like, just get good video. You know. He's like, this is gonna set me up for playing festivals everywhere else in yeah. the country. You know. So there's something happening with, with with that with these DJ videos that I've been making, cool. and and I'm just hoping people see it and and see that I made it, and and you know say, hey, yeah. come make that with me. Like, you know, I, like being from a small town, I've always had this fascination with like skylines and high rises. Mm -hmm. So like Makes my sense. favorite parts of my day are like when I happen to go downtown, you know, yeah. there's still that part inside of me that's that small town kid that's like looking at the buildings like, yeah. oh, my God, I freaking made it, you know, like parts of that, like I'm not doing anything. I'm just standing here, but yeah. I feel like I made it, you know, yeah. so somehow like there's people up in those buildings I want to make videos for and I don't know what it is, but I can picture these videos the with the city. I see it. I don't know how I'm going to get up there, but I'm going to get up there. Yeah. So, so if you guys know anybody, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, dude, I just, I just have all these huge ideas that, that aren't even ideas yet. They're just feelings inside of me that I could feel are going to happen. So I'm right now, I'm literally just, um, chasing those feelings. If something feels good, I'm just doing more of that. And that's really the awesome. mindset I'm kind of in, in life in general right now. It's just like, if it feels good, keep doing it, you know? Yeah. It's like, what the heck? Right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's kind of what, like, 
once we get going and moving things, it'd be fun to, like, I've always wanted to go to, like, either music festivals or something and, like, yeah. hey, let's bring a camera. Let's just freaking document it and make a sweet two, three-minute video yeah. and then just send it to the people there and who knows, yeah. it might get bought or we might get free tickets for the next couple of years or something like that. We got to think, if you did that and sprinkled just little bits of what you guys do exactly. or even if you went there and you interviewed people, like, random, like, EDM kids or, like, hey, what do you know? Yeah, how much fun are you having and what do you know about SEO? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> If I told you to run an SAO campaign, what'd you do? Nothing. Look, you need to hire somebody to do yeah. it. None of these guys yep. know. You know. But even create, like, if we're going to go, I mean, we're going to have fun, obviously, but yeah. then document some of it, create a sweet little video, send it yeah. to him. It could lead to more video production. And then it's like, hey, what are you guys doing with that video? Yeah. Cool. We can help you get it out there. And then we can take the analytics and see yeah. how it can yeah. sell more tickets. Because you could use that. Like, you could approach the festival, the yeah. festival organizers. The you could approach every promoter, every sponsor, yeah. everyone who has a 10 or a table there yeah. like literally every one of those are businesses I yeah. mean there's probably a hundred different businesses exactly. you can reach out to at every festival exactly and so why why I, don't I like me, you think like, that way I think that way too big time <laughs> to me, it's like I could I could sit here and pitch them hey we could do this video but it's like you probably get that all the time why yep. not just let's go and have fun and like and we'll just show you yeah, yeah. and then send yeah, it it's like oh wow that. like Tim's yeah. getting once again like, I know man I know <laughs> I, I am too actually because that's that's exactly how I think and it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing it's yeah, like for that's sure. what you're doing it's just yep. get it and then it leads to. Just chasing cool opportunities and, yeah. and good feelings, man. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's what I'm up to. I'm also starting a brand, but that's very, very new. Really? Yeah. I'm starting a brand called Skyline. And I've always wanted like a... Skyline. Yeah. That's it, man. <laughs> that's where I was going with that. I wanted to jump that in real quick before we ended up here. But uh, like uh, I've always wanted to start a lifestyle brand. Like I obviously you can probably tell based on my story. Like I'm the kind of dude where if anything like seems cool, like I'm like, I'm going to do that. Like yeah. um, so I was just like, oh, I'm just going to start really small. Like, you know, three t-shirts, a hoodie and a hat. I'll put it on a landing page and throw some ads on it and, and see what happens. But mm -hmm. like, it's just a cool way for me to like have, like I I'm in front of all of these different people all the time. And, yeah. but like, I always say this thing, like I told you, like I have this huge goal. I don't know what it is, but with the exception of like people hiring me for video, like I don't have like a thing, like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of focusing on like everything I'm doing. I kind of have to reach out to other people right now. Yeah. Cause if it's not for my day job, I don't have like a thing I can document except for documenting my making videos for yeah. people. You know what I mean? So I was like, I just need a product, like just something. And like, I thought about it for like six months. Like, what could I create? Maybe it's a product for business people or salespeople that they can take with them on their day. Or I had all these crazy ideas. And then eventually I was just like, I just, just started like a clothing brand. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's like the lowest like cost of entry. Like I obviously I went to school for graphic design. So that side of it is easy. The marketing side's kind of relatively easy. Oh, yeah. So, so that's like just something like I'm experimenting with right now. It's just like how how can I have something of my own to use all the stuff that I do? Like a little bit selfishly though. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Cause like everything I'm doing is benefiting other people. I mean, it's benefiting me getting me more video work, yeah. but it's not like creating something for me. So you know? funny. So I'm, I want to think through something like that as well. Maybe not clothes, but I'm trying to find something that could actually help with like clothing design and stuff like that. Cause yeah. it's like, doing this it takes humans and it's tough to scale where it's like it'd be nice to find something where you can just scale it 
so it generates revenue so that we can use this to help more people. Yep. And like, that's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking yeah. too. Yeah, that's, for sure. Yeah. I think that's a good idea, man. Yeah. Um, whether, yeah, whether it be clothing or something like that, but you have all the tools to do it. You have the design, you have uh, the marketing, you can document and tell the story. I mean, yeah. yeah, you have all the tools. I don't know how to... I didn't think of it sooner, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just things happen when they're supposed to though, I believe, yeah. you know? The only thing that's kept me from it is like, I, I mean. Time. Not so much time. I just, I've never been one into fashion or anything like that. So it's like, I don't want to do it for, I, I, I don't know, for selfish reasons or anything like that. But it's yeah. like, eh, sometimes you kind of have to do what you have yeah. to do to generate that's what, what you want to do kept me, That's what held me back at first, too. It's like, I'm not a fashion guy. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I see that clothes you know? from like high school 10 years ago. Right? I, I still wear like, yeah. yeah. And so like, who's this guy coming out with these clothes that like, yeah. Yeah. really it's only because I want to be selfish so that I can do more of I'm what kind of I want to do. I'm like, yo, if I create a brand, then instead of having to like reach out to all these people and like hope they let me come make something for them, yeah. like I could just make it for this. Yeah. And then then, yeah. then I can not have to like go all over and travel all the time. Like I love to do that, but there's parts of me that's like, I wish I could just like, I had something where I can make something here at my office at home and make it and yeah. edit and put it out and watch it grow from here, you know? So that's, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with it a little bit yeah. too. Yeah. Plus it just, at this point, it, it it's kind of just another one of those things that feels fun to me. Yeah. And there's something about the, the it feeling fun and I'm meeting all of these people that I can bring into it somehow. There's something there. Yeah. That's at like step one of a million, but but it's it's something I that I kind of my friends call it Jake Luck <laughs> because ever since when we were a kid in high school, like I was the kid that would go in and buy a pack of gum and like the cashier would like accidentally give me like a hundred dollars in change. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like to tell this story because I feel bad because it happened a few times when I was a kid and more often than not, I would keep the money. Like now I would bring yeah, it back. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'd go back in, but when you're 16 and it happens you're like oh i just made a 100 bucks you know yeah i'm rich (laughs) yeah but like but that would happen and like the guys i work with at windy city now are those same dudes that were in the car when i would find out they accidentally (laughs) gave me a hundred dollars of change so well and then i came out here and i started working with them and they're and i would be like oh guys i got chase field as a client today (laughs) they'd be like the whole stadium i'm like yeah the whole stadium they'd be like oh well that's jake luck you know (laughs) so yeah there's there's a little bit of that in there and that's why I just chase everything that interests me. But it's it's because you're chasing, you're doing, and the intent yeah. is there. You're not doing it to try and make money off of them. You're doing because you really want to help, and it's yeah. it's not luck. It's just yeah. you go about it a different way than most people do, I'm which generates more opportunity than yeah. most people. And it's the thing just is, smart. is is is. Is the people that like always talk to me like you always hear this with the like in podcasts and everything, but like everyone thinks you're lucky, you know, like oh you're lucky you have this in you or you this happened to you and it's like I'm not lucky. It's just I'm the you just have to do the very very minimum things that get to even step one. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah. you're not doing anything. Like I have friends back home that snowmobile and ice fish and it's yeah. cool. They love it. I'm like yo, yeah, as long as you, love it. you spent 12 hours ice fishing last weekend. I spent it doing making figuring out how to make videos and you're still yep. ice fishing and i'm in phoenix making videos now exactly it's not my fault that that path led me here it's just like you know it's that's what i chose exactly. to do with my time you know? exactly it's what you do with your time i mean yeah. it's it's going back to the weekend it's funny because i bought like a, a suzuki samurai to go out oh, and sweet. uh uh four-wheeling and stuff like that and yeah. i have yet to take it out because exactly. it's like every saturday it's like oh yeah. well, i could do that like I'll make plans. I'm like, I'm going to do it this weekend. I'm going to take a break. But then once I'm about to, I'm like, man, but look at how much more I could get done. And then that put me yeah. in a better position Monday. And then I can get more done. Like, yeah. I mean, it, eventually it'll be finding 
work-life balance once this gets yeah. up and going, but it's like, it, it, what are you doing with your time? And yeah. it's like, you can't say it's luck if you're sacrificing da 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 yeah. to work and yep. then it provides the opportunity. If you do bring that ATL, you, uh, ATV out, let me know. I just got the new DJI Spark drone and the uh, the smart technology for the follow me feature is really, really good. Dude, we should... I've been looking for a reason to use that. We should take that out. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, actually going back to finding something that generates revenue, something that we've been kind of talking about is... Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone wants stock video and stuff like that is like, I mean, if we're going to be getting it, why don't we just take a day and just go do cool shit and like, yeah. uh, document it and then create a site where it's like, I mean, most, most stock video, it's like, you're looking at like a hundred, 120 bucks. It's yeah. like, why not just 20 bucks? I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. if we document it, if we do it, I mean, cool, we will make a little bit of money. Then it's like, because then it's like, we could use it for lead gen as well. It's like, yeah. Hey, you've been downloading all these videos. What are you doing to get it out there? And then it yeah. creates a conversation. It's like, why not go do stuff that is fun that we can do? document it and then we can use it for our purposes and then sell it to other people at a fraction of the cost of what everyone else is doing win 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 and then all of a sudden they become clients because yeah Yeah. so i would love to do that yeah that would be so fun yeah maybe when it cools down a little bit yeah i'm cool with the heat i mean it's man i used to go golfing when it was like 120 degrees in the middle of summer yeah super cheap yeah Yeah. i suppose it is yeah (laughs) yeah you can go where it normally costs like 80 bucks you can go for like eight dollars yeah 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 okay yeah, because it's, I don't know, I'm, like I said, I'm an Arizona native, but it's, yeah. uh, man, in high school, playing baseball, we used to we yeah. used to condition in the summertime. We'd have to wear sweaters while we were conditioning. So now it's like, to me, it's like, eh, this is nothing. Like, yeah. if I'm running a couple miles a day in a sweater in the middle of the summer, yeah. I can go out and have a few beers and uh, yeah. hit a little yeah. white ball around. Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Cool. Sweet. But yeah, um... I, yeah, I got to get going on, uh, I have a few different things I got to, got to get out. Yeah. So kind of have to wrap this up a little bit, but, uh, do no you, problem. do you have a website or anything that has all your stuff? Uh, jakeserini.com is like kind of just a landing page. If anyone wanted to see what I'm up to and, and nice. just see channel? some of the, yeah, I do. It's uh youtube doc. Uh, actually, if you just go to, uh, holler at jake.com, it'll get you. Okay, my name is Jake Serini. My last name is spelled S-Y-R-E-I-N-I. Can you repeat it right now? S-Y-R-I-N-I. No, you already see? <laughs> That's how I came up with it.